Hi folks, it's your girl Stevie, and I just wanted to come on here and give a quick disclaimer. So as you can see in the title, we actually speak on the Manosphere and Kevin Samuel specifically by name. Um, nothing in this episode was said with a malicious intent, and the timing just happens to be not the best because we record on Mondays, we release on Fridays, and we're trying to keep a consistent schedule. Um, once again, Everything we said was just observations from prior events that had happened on social media and our own personal opinions. Whether you're a detractor or a fan of his, nothing we said was meant to be disrespectful, and we hope you can take this episode with a grain of salt. Thanks, enjoy. Call the ambulance. Whoa, 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 whoa. Turn it off. Yes, sir. You're shocked. I know it smells crazy. For what purpose? Hi, folks. It's your girl, Sailor Stevie. And it's Melon the Dad. And welcome to Coconuts Extra Nuts. So we thought in between like shows, just in case we don't have enough content coming up, <laughs> or if we just wanted to talk about things that we don't feel like we could fit into the main show, we'll do like a little small segment that we'll throw up probably like in between. Don't expect this every week. <laughs> Um, just this week, we had this idea and thought we would do it, and we'll probably toss them in there, you know, every once in a while. So, um, without further ado, let's get started. So, today, Monday, May 2nd, which this is probably going to go up on Friday, so it doesn't even matter, on the timeline on Twitter, there was a conversation about respectability politics and do they work? So, why not discuss it? What do you think, Melon? What are respectability pro- uh, politics for so those who don't know at home? No. Oh, yeah. You're right. My fault. Respectability politics, for those who don't know, are when you use like certain things in order to get into a higher position in life. So, um, as you know, like America in itself, I would say kind of the world, because it's not just this country, um, a lot of places are still very conservative. And because they're still very conservative, there's certain ways that you're supposed to act and certain ways that you're supposed to dress and speak and, you know, ways that you're supposed to be. So like for women, don't be too slutty, you know, don't curse too much, um, don't show too much skin, you know, it goes deeper and deeper if you're like different races, like if you're a black woman, a lot of the time people feel you have to have straighter hair. Um, A lot of the time they feel you can't be too angry. You have to um, be very careful with your words because you'll come off a certain type of way. You don't want to come off as a gold digger. Those are all examples of it. If you're listening to this at home though, if you want a better definition, I do recommend you look it up because I don't feel like I'm going to do it justice. Um, Melon, what are your thoughts? Do you think that they work in like the workplace and stuff? Um, I think like some aspects can, you know, there's obviously the terminology safe for work and then not safe for work. Mm-hmm. Um, so like some aspects of respectability pol- uh, politics do work like, you know, just not swearing at like the workplace sometimes and like, like be generally respectful. Don't try to like be overly like sexual or anything like that. Just to make sure like you are just kind of just being, you know, not trying to make anybody uncomfortable or anything like that. So I think in some aspects it does work, but in some aspects it doesn't because I think when there's a certain like idea like, oh, don't be like this, you're obviously gonna be like, well, why can't I be? Like, like 
personal feelings be damned. Like, I feel like I have a right to be who I want to be because that's who I am. Um, so yeah, I do believe like in some aspects, respectable products do work and some others don't. There are some negative aspects to it. Um, such as like, I feel like the natural hair aspect of it. I think everyone has a right to wear their natural hair and that should be how, how it is. Um, and regardless of what your natural hair is, I don't think you honestly, your, your wig should be how respectability politics should be. Um, it should be, you should be able to wear your natural hair any way you want it. Um, and it shouldn't be through a wig just so you can, um, assimilate to, to a workplace or assimilate into society. You know, that's the most important part. Um, and I feel like that you shouldn't culture appropriate either to look cool, uh, you know, stealing other people's hairstyles, stealing other people's culture, it's still that because it you saw it as a trend one day. You know, it that's what I personally feel like. Um, yeah, uh, I think I think I, I said enough on that one round where, where I, I feel like I won't talk myself into a circle. Um, personally, for me, when it comes to respectability politics, I feel like there needs to be a nuance and balance, just like I feel with everything. I know some people are like, oh, you know, you don't have to, um, what's it called? You, you, you um, have to do this or you don't have to do that. And I feel like there needs to be like a middle ground when it comes to it. So an ex like, let me give you the definition of respectability politics that I found. Uh, a form of moralistic discourse used by leaders slash prominent figures as means to de uh, depict their views as compatible with dominant values, not to, as to not challenge mainstream ideals. It's basically what I just said, you know, things like tone policing and shit like that, that's never gonna be okay. Um, sitting there and making yourself, oh my God, I'm so soft and blah, 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 blah. That's not gonna shield you all the time from dealing with racism. And I'm telling you as someone who has been in the workforce, who had been in the workforce for about like a year and a half, I'm back in school and now I'm working, um, I am working in corporate kind of in this point. It doesn't matter. It does not matter um, how, you know, soft and like palatable you are as a person. If people are gonna be discriminatory, they're gonna be discriminatory. Um, and I think that's where, um, you know, respectability politics definitely take a, you know, they, they, they take a back seat for me because it's like, as someone who has dealt with discrimination, especially, you know, Melon and I both grew up in a super white state, excuse me. We grew up around like hyper liberal folks. We grew up around people who are like, oh my God, you know, I'm not like those racist Southern white people. And like anytime a white person and like in general, like a white person, a straight person, any type of person is like, oh, you want to go down to the South where it's all, you know, racist and homophobic and blah, 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 blah. Um, you don't realize you're a part of the problem. Like people who are in like these certain niches and certain categories, we don't have the privilege. That's the word. We don't have the privilege to sit there and live in the North and never deal with discrimination. 
and never deal with tone policing and never deal with microaggression, 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 microaggression. It doesn't matter how woke or how liberal you think you are. A lot of the time you may or may not have said things that may bother a person of color or an LGBT person. And I feel like when it comes to respectability politics, that's why I just, I understand it's a tool and I totally get that it's something that you can use in order to get into higher places in society. But the idea that like, oh, most people aren't like that. Most people don't act like that. Like then you must not have been very well traveled. That's just my opinion on it. All right, so the next thing we wanted to talk about here on Extra Nuts is the viral fresh and fit clip. I'll put in a sound bite here. Men and women are not the same. Women like attention, men want sex. So my thing is a man is capable of having sex with other women while still loving his girl the same. You're actually saying that in a relationship, it's okay for men to go and explore other options, but we have to be happy with you and not explore options. Absolutely. Close on your end, open on my end, and I think it should be honest Why? between the two. <laughs> Why? Why That's would crazy. anyone agree to that? You, you can't just yeah. go throwing that thing around. I spoke I spoke to Dan I spoke to Dan. I spoke to Dan Balsarian. Yeah, I'm sick of you asking to finish your long, boring answers that are the same answer every time we ask you a question. Even Dan Balsarian last week told me to my face, so fing what clown? Here you are on the show. I can turn you off as well. Just turn these clowns off. See you, fellas. Grow up. Ring us back when you're 30 and you've got a half a brain. You're not running around being led by your own dicks. Bye-bye. See, See you later. Turn Bye. them off. So that was a thing. It was a thing. Um, how do you feel about it? Well, the Fresh and Fit podcast is a... The, the thing is, is that people like the fresh and fit podcast have existed for a while now ever since Ken, kevin samuels was a thing um and they've gotten more and more popular that's why the fresh and fit podcast exists because there is an audience for it you know if something like that exists there's definitely an audience for it and um it's kind of funny because people have been telling these people that they've been stupid for like um for a while now um and like, obviously it's been like black women who've been saying that mainly. Um, and like some men with some sense um, who like don't agree with what they've been saying. Um, but then it took like two white people to be like, yo, what you're saying is dumb. Facts. And what you've been saying, you, all your episodes have been dumb. And like, it took like a literal like old white man to be like, like, sh get off my show because I'm not dealing with you. To like verbally say like, no, you're getting off my show now. Like you don't run anything here. You're not taking control of this. You can get out of my show. And they can't use the excuse like, well, you brought me on here. Like they, they don't care. White people will kick you out of anything. They don't care. Even if they brought you onto their show, they don't care. They don't have that respect. And the thing is, it's like, they've been told that for so many, for, I don't know how long they've been, how they existed, but for it to be like white people to finally tell them that, it's like, oh, that's good because now they're, now they know how stupid they are because now white people know how stupid they are. 
it sucks because it's literally been like if you just listen to what they say anything that their points are they don't make any sense none whatsoever they're very hypocritical in what they say very and it literally took two other white people to say that to them you know what like really gets me though what two podcasters that are just like them had that courtney girl on there and these yeah. dudes actually had courtney clenny on their podcast now do you know who that is i do not that is the white woman who killed christian toby obum seti the- oh jesus mm-hmm Wait a minute, what? Oh yeah, let me put a clip of that. I'm Courtney Taylor and I do OF for a living. Only fans. You got like a million followers or something? Two million. Damn. Damn. You look like the type of girl that only dates like rich guys. Is that true? No, that's not true. I only date black guys. Let me clarify, I only date rich black guys. Okay, rich black guys, there we go. (laughs) Isn't that wild? That is, that's wild. I mean. Birds of of a feather, right? The the thing is, like, that guy himself, rest in peace, but it, it's awful how, like, how just, like, self-hating he was. Fuck that guy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't wish death guy. upon anybody. I don't wish death upon anybody. I don't wish like, death upon him. It's sad that he got killed and he should not have died, but fuck that guy. I don't go, I'm going to be real with you. I don't care. Sorry. Rest in peace, but your viewpoint sucked. <laughs> How about rest? <laughs> Respect to your family, but your viewpoint sucked. You know, and it it's just like, you do not understand. You coming on here being hateful, misogynistic, all this other stuff. Like, God forbid something tragic like that were to happen to you, right? Because I'm joking around, like, whatever. It is really sad that he a life was taken, and that girl definitely, his family deserves justice. And that girl definitely does not deserve to be walking free like she is right now. But it's like, God forbid you get into a circumstance right, like that. You do realize that's how we are all going to react, right? Like right. You're setting yourself up for people to be like, F you. Because not only did he have Black women, you know, being like, what the F? But he had like even black men saying the same thing like yo this dude is cooked cooked you know what i'm saying like you know it's like don't sit here you 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 make this brand be misogynistic being nasty and yeah you'll attract the losers and the nerds you'll definitely attract the losers who haven't felt a woman's touch ever in their life poor god anyway but you know it's it's not gonna end well for you like this this shit's gonna fizzle out for them eventually they're still riding on the waves of their controversy and they will ride on the waves of it for a long time but like you do realize we're all gonna look at anybody who listens to you as a loser so yeah it's like it's weird too because it's like now they have like because like they first because fresh and first got on like i mean they were on public radar for a while but like it, they got huge right after the whole Britney Renner thing, right? Like They actually got huge right before the Britney Renner thing. Gotcha. Yeah. I think you did tell me about that. Um, it was like Cash Doll or something like that? Or Asian Doll? Asian Doll. Asian Doll, yes, yes, yes. Uh, she went on their show and like um, 
one of the co-hosts was being mad rude to her, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. And then the whole thing with Brittany Rauner and DJ Academics uh, podcast episode, which they went on and like, which was so weird. Like, so the thing is like Brittany Renner had them basically left out to dry, sink and hanger. And then she's like, oh, never mind. I'll collab with you, which is just. I mean, I listened to the whole episode because you need to be objective, even when it comes to two idiots like that. And like, realistically speaking, it was, it's academics show. So it's neither of their show, neither of their platforms. That's, that's true. And academics invited Fresh and Fit and Brittany Renner. They did have that one viral moment where Brittany was like, don't talk about women like that. Because if I talked about you like that, you would not like that. They were put in their place once again. But when someone like Asian Doll, a darker skinned woman does that, suddenly it's we're going to be all aggressive and mean and loud and nasty coincidence i think not yeah that's a very fair point and i think that's something that's like misogynistic um it's it's clear like that was just misogynistic right there and um like i don't know those dudes are just so weird i don't know why they ever got popular um they got popular because losers think the same way as them but it's like these be the same dudes that will literally they're going to be lonely for the rest of their life and they love to be like oh you that's fear-mongering you're just making us you're trying to scare us and blah 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 no one's trying to fear-monger you baby no one's trying to fear-monger you how many incels do you know that got girlfriends in just another thing how many people you know would would want to be treated like that Mm-hmm. You have your odd pick me out, right? Like there, there's always going to be that one pick me that would not mind being treated like literal human garbage. But realistically speaking, no one wants that. Right. An actual adult woman with a brain is not going to want that. And those aren't the women they want anyway, because these dudes don't like pick me's. So it's like, you know you you know what you want and you're not gonna ever get it and that's why you talk about women the way that you do because you're sad and you're upset what's i, I think also like you're right like you get those like pick me women who are like we're like did you see that post i think it was on initially on facebook but someone took a screenshot and posted it on twitter and it was um the one where it's like it was the bible reading and all these women brought their men's shoes to oh like the, my god i saw that <laughs> brought the men's shoes to like the bible reading and they were like we can't walk in our men's shoes because it doesn't feel right and we're tripping and we're falling so that means that we're never allowed to walk in our men's shoes thus we can never understand what they're going through and like we can't make the decisions that they can yeah. i was like wow that's some mental gymnastics right mm-hmm. there facts it's embarrassing it's so embarrassing like you're telling me you can't make decisions for yourself like okay well i mean so i mean some women are okay with that some women want to be told what to do and they want all this other stuff they're just as much as losers as those dudes are and i'm sorry i'm not gonna feel any different type of way about it Mm. 
personally, if you feel like you want a man to do everything for you, like, and you don't have your own brain and you don't want to do anything, I'm not saying there's a, but there's a difference. Like if you're talking about financially and shit like that, like, I don't feel like, you know, that's one thing. There's a difference between being hypergamous and being a bird brain. And unfortunately, a lot of women who are pickmies are bird brains and they're not hypergamous. They're okay with being with the broke down dusty Daniel in the back seat of his car, not even on the back seat of his bike. And, you know, just they're okay with that. Because so long as a man loves me, right? And you don't even like you half the time because usually those dudes are shit anyway. But that leads us into the next point since we're talking about the manosphere. There's this thing going around Twitter talking about the girlfriend bill. How do you feel? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. The girlfriend bill? The girlfriend bill. The girlfriend bill. Yeah. You need to explain You need to explain this. Girlfriend bill is when you get like flowers like every other week or like every week and you pay for their nails or something like that. Uh-huh. Or like little small gestures. Like uh-huh. it's like an extra thing you do. How do you feel about that? Um. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I'm like, why are we talking about this? I was expecting college. This is college. the shit that people talk about, bro. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Listen, I was expecting college and I was expecting like life advice here. Oh, I completely it... forgot about the college thing. <laughs> oh, God. My fault. Well, that'll be our, our the ending. Uh, so you need to explain to it to me one more time. <laughs> Because I'm not understanding it. What are you not understanding, Melon? So the girlfriend bill. Yes. Is a bill like every other week. Mm-hmm. In which you do stuff for your girlfriend, basically. Yeah. Like get her nails, get her flowers. Yeah, stuff like that. Chocolate. I mean, if you want to. So how am I supposed to feel about that? How do you feel about that as a man? Um... I think this is essential in any relationship, you know? Like, I get you Tate's cookies, because I know you like Tate's cookies. You get me them cookies, and that's because you try to fatten me up, okay? It's not because I'm not, it's not because I'm trying to fatten you up. I know you like those cookies. I know. I, I do appreciate them. So it's, it's, it's that so just... Some men are like, they pay for their girlfriend's nails every week, or like some women are, women are like, oh, every week my man... Not every week, it's getting your nails done every week is kind of OD. But like, you know, every two, three weeks, some men like pay to get their girlfriend's nails done or like they get flowers, right? And the reason why this is a topic and why it's controversial, because I just kind of threw it out there and I just wanted to see your like raw reaction. <laughs> but you don't have your camera on, so I didn't get to see your face. Um, <laughs> is because like a lot of dudes are like, oh, I don't want I'm not gonna sit here and get my girlfriend flowers every week that's ridiculous that's expensive and like I don't know personally speaking like it's like 20 bucks max because you can get flowers for way cheaper than that you can I went down to I went down to Kroger's today right and like literally I found a whole bouquet for five bucks it was nice too five dollars you can afford five dollars 
the the thing is, is like I think when people talk about flowers, <laughs> I mean I own my own like condo, so it's like it's a different story. Anyway, uh, condo that's <laughs> um, but like even then, like people think like like oh you expect flowers from one eight hundred flowers, like no one's asking flowers from one eight hundred flowers. Like you could do it if you want to. I feel like. I feel like if you truly want to do that, that should be for like Valentine's Day or like for your those anniversary. Flowers, those flowers last a long time, but if your girl wants flowers every week, don't fucking sit there and buy $50 worth of flowers. That's right. Like- no, no, no. And I think that people with like, ex- like think flowers cost like $50. They don't. They cost, good quality flowers cost a lot of money. Like, but that's anything. Like that's anything you want a good quality computer, you want a good quality like jacket, that costs a lot of money. Like that's no no Facts. joke. Like that's going to cost Facts. you a lot of money. But Facts. if you want quick, easy flowers so you can rip off the tag and hand it to her, get them from like, you can get them from Market Basket. They don't got Market Basket, Kelvin. That's that's just messy. You, you can get it from Target even. <laughs> can you? I'm pretty sure Target will probably have like flowers. I've never seen flowers at Target. Or even like Walmart, maybe. Yeah. Or like Whole Foods. Or Whole Foods. I, I mean, I depending on like where people live, a Walgreens. Um, or any Trader or any, Joe's. Trader Joe's has cheap ass flowers. Trader Joe's too. Trader Tr- Joe's. If you want good bouquets for cheap, Trader Joe's is the way to go. No, Trader Joe's does have some nice flowers. They they it there's pretty it's pretty cheap stuff. I won't lie. It's very cheap. I was shocked. But how do you feel about that? Like, how do you feel about the girlfriend bill? Like, I don't think that I think to be honest with you, if you're fighting against the girlfriend bill, you're, what do you, what do you do? For what, like, what, what do you, if, if you're a person here saying you hate the girlfriend bill, what do you do for your, for your partner then on like days you just want to be nice to them? I mean, what do you, what do you realistically do? Like, what is it? What is it? If you are complaining about the girlfriend bill, what is she doing to you? <laughs> no, what is she doing to you? Because like, here's the thing. Is she like, oh my God. Is, she, is she like saying, Hey, like I need my phone bill paid. And I got that's, that's OD. I feel like yeah. that's OD. Yeah. Like you guys aren't married. <laughs> like I need my phone bill paid or I need my car payment paid. Like, if she's asking for that stuff and then asking for like I can see that as an argument, but even then, like flowers are five dollars, bro. That you're gonna spend like, those five dollars. You got the money and you feel you want to sit there and pay your girl's car payment or your girl's phone bill. There's nothing wrong with that either. The thing is, is like that's probably what they're not asking for, though. So it's like again, you could get like these cheap five dollar, like five dollar, like flowers and you can surprise your girlfriend just get a bouquet of flowers box of chocolates move on and call it a day like nails i can understand nails can get pretty expensive i mean nails are like maybe 50 dollars. it's not that expensive kelvin okay that i mean 50 dollars expensive to me i'm sorry about you Wow. Um, so if I was like, yo, can you pay for my nails? You wouldn't do it? I could pay for half of your nails. Wow. I mean, granted, it's either you get half of the nails paid for or none of them paid for. Wow. So you're one of those men. 
I mean, I'm only with that if it's like $50 or more. If it's like $50 or more, it's like but not special. $50 and less, you'd pay for it. Yeah, roughly. If it was like, if your nails were like $40, I'd be like, okay, like that's, that's not that bad. If it was like $50 more, like it's that 10 extra dollars where I'm like, ugh. I don't know, whenever I see a five zero, I'm like, ooh. Like, unless it's like a special occasion, then I'd be like, all right, that's fine. Hmm. Like, that's like personally for me. I feel like that's if it's special- mainly what they're asking for, like flowers and nails. Yeah. But like, again, like if it's a, but I'm pretty sure you can get like, what? What's like the cheapest thing you can get for nails? Like $25? No. Like no. 30 bucks. But 30 bucks not even that bad. It's $5 more. That's not bad though. Like that's not. That's yeah, not but like on average, they're like 50 to like a hundred bucks. Yeah, but that's a 50 to a hundred dollars. See, that's pretty expensive. Wow. Why are you saying wow? Because that's what the, what's it called? That's what the, the girlfriend bill is. But the, you see, if it was flowers, chocolates, and like a foot massage, fine. That's fine. If it was like nails, then I'd be like, okay, you can only get either, you can, just nails is fine. I'm just going to say that. Just nails is fine. But if you want everything else, oh, drop my tongue. If you want everything else, then that's so what if be it was like nails and flowers? Nails and flowers? I mean, cheapest nails. So it's probably going to be like $55. It's not even that bad. So I, I guess it's really not that bad because you're getting two things. Hmm. If you're like nails, flowers, and chocolate. I mean, chocolate's also like five bucks. You can get the cheap chocolate thing for five bucks. So it's like about like sixty. Like a dollar. Yeah, you go you to Dollar Tree. You can get big ass chocolate for a dollar. Yeah, and then you get like salmonella. So salmonella from chocolate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wow. So you're anti the girlfriend bill. I'm not anti the girlfriend bill. I think the girlfriend bill is actually not that bad. I think um, if it was like once a month. That's no, not that bad if you finance your money correctly. What about flowers every week, nails every two, or every th- or nails every month? Mm. Flowers every week is not bad. I just think it becomes stale. Like the flowers themselves become stale. Duh. So like, I think you should like spread that flower thing out to like every three weeks and spread the nail thing every like one to two months. Okay. Well, next topic. I think that would be like, but that's like something for like, like, like it means something. Like it, you don't, what happens if I got you flowers every single week? I would love that. You would love that. Mm-hmm. But you don't feel like that would be stale at all? It wouldn't get stale? I, no, I wouldn't actually. I'd feel like it's a really nice gesture. Like you get me flowers. And I think like, also it's one thing, like if we're living together too and you come home like on Fridays, like that's your thing. You come home, you give me flowers. Like, I feel like that'd be really sweet. I don't know. Okay. No, I just wanted to, I just wanted your perspective on it. Like I, I generally wanted to understand like what was the perspective that you had on it. And that's I mean, really good to know. Personally speaking, I, I know girls who like their man pays for their nails every month and he'd be sending like them flowers you know mm-hmm. and they don't be making a lot of money yeah no i like it's it's reasonable you can absolutely do it 
like I'm I'm for the girlfriend bill. I think you can do it. Hello everybody. Welcome to our final topic. Yes, 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 yes. So this is the meat and potatoes of our um extra nuts. That's what we're calling it, right? We're calling it extra nuts. Coconuts with extra nuts, yes. I don't know what that means, to be honest with you. I was thinking like extra credit. So I was, I was like extra nuts. I don't know. Extra nuts. Well, all right, then workshop a better name. <laughs> How about like I, I really don't know. I mean coconuts with the pineapple. How about coconuts twist? I don't get it. Yeah, that don't make sense. We'll workshop it later. Well, yeah, we'll workshop the extra. <laughs> anyway, folks. Um, college. <laughs> yes, college. College. Uh, well, let's let's talk about the importance of college, and let's kind of like, I think we should keep it at three things. Uh, if you're dorming, if you're, um, like, if you're dorming out of state, and like, I'll answer like the dorming in in general, um, like what you should like choices of colleges, and like what do you want to do. For like your major i think if we keep it to like those three that can kind of help a lot of people out and I, I think you should leave about the dorming part because you're the one who is in a dorm right now so yes um i yeah we should talk about dorming we should talk about where in the best way to go to college especially during now times because we're in the pandemic and um ooh, Oh, I should not say that word. We will get blacklisted for saying the P word. Really? Um, yeah. People have been getting a lot of their content bogged down because they say the P word. Um, but since we're in the times that we're in right now, um, you know, the P word times, there's, I feel like there's certain things that like people are not being honest about when it comes to college. And one thing is like, nobody wants to go to community college for some reason, right? I mean, I get it. You know, you see all your friends, they get to go off to four-year schools, they're partying, you know, they're doing all this stuff, right? I just don't, I feel like as someone who's currently in the like, I'm going into my last year now, um, and who did do the community college to, uh, you know, university pipeline, I I will say like, What's it called? I would, I, I don't think I would have done anything differently, although I do feel I'm having struggles. And I don't want to sit here and pretend like things are all cotton candies and rainbows because there's a lot of people who think the whole two year and then two more years and then I'll just, I'll catch up and have all the fun I had before. Um, I'm gonna be real with you. Every single transfer student I have talked to, at least at my school, I haven't, I'm, I'm not talking to everybody's experience, but I know at my school, they're not having the experience they thought they would have. Mm -hmm. Let me explain. So like, I, this year, I did go to a good amount of parties. You know, um, 
I think I've partied literally every single month, at least every month I've been here. So I partied in August. I partied in, you know, September, October, November, um, even December, <laughs> January when it came back, February, March um, last month. And I'm pretty sure I'm a party this month too, right? Like party is definitely not hard to find, right? But when it comes to making friends, something they don't tell you about college and that people love to be like, oh, this doesn't happen. It definitely happened. Freshman year is when most people make their friends. It's like unfortunate or fortunate. Um, as someone who's joining clubs, it seems like most clubs are filled with freshmen. And I may try to change that here at my school. I'm gonna to try to start like a transfer student club because I know that there's a bunch of lonely transfer students who I've talked to, but definitely when it comes to the making friends aspect of things, you probably will struggle. And I'm not trying to say this to deter you. I'm trying to say this to prepare you because I don't want you to go into school thinking that things are gonna be la di da di da because it's not, it's not. Um, and going to community college, if you're going there straight out of high school too, it's the same thing. Like you're basically going to high school part two. This is your second chance. If you didn't do great in high school, or if you're trying to save some money, or if you're trying to get some like emotional maturity, I feel like this is the way to go. Melon, how do you feel about, you know, going to community college right out of high school? Um, so this is coming from a person who chose to do a four-year uh, choice uh, school right out of high school. Um, I made that choice uh, and it didn't work out for me all too well. Um, and I think that's just because, um, you know, I wasn't really mentally prepared for it. I don't think I was ready. Um, I was told, you know, people by know like, hey, maybe you should like not do that. Like take a year off and like, find out what you really want to do. I didn't listen. Um, and it, as most know, of us don't, we're 18, you're still a kid. Yeah, like, like, I could probably talk about like, another the other topic of like, deciding what you want to do with your life is a huge decision. Because some people truly don't know what to do, even at the age that they're at sometimes. Um, but like, I highly advise anyone who's coming straight out of high school, 18 years old, preparing for like their future sit wait it out the first year wait it out because you don't know what's going to happen to you you don't know what what like life is going to throw at you for that first year into college and you're not going to be ready and the big thing too people don't understand like I I did a little like snapchat thingy a couple days ago but between the ages I would say 17 to about 22 you do so much freaking growing like mm -hmm. I feel like ever since 22 I felt like a real person right mm -hmm. but in between those years I did my I, I I know that's like when you're you're dealing with a lot because you're coming out of your adolescence right you're everyone expects as soon as you turn 18 that there's a magical wand that waves over your head and you're going to make all the right decisions because you're an adult now and you should know better because you spent all these years as a child and now you gained all of that information from them. Now you're gonna make all the best decisions now because you are 18 years old, because you are 19 years old, because you are now 20 years old. You're in your twenties, you're 21. You can drink now. Um, so, and you can like smoke legally. 
So clearly you should know what you're doing. And like, that's just not how life works. Yeah. Um, like there's like a, it's like a weird decision because it's like you are told, the, especially in American school, right? Because there's some people, obviously our listeners are not just from America. Um, there are some aspects of the American school system in which you go to school um, basically for the rest of your life. Basically from like what you're like five to like, to like you're 18. Um, and then you're like, and then they're like, all right, out of our hands, you make this choice whether or not you want to do this. And then that's why like, I just like take a year off and decide what you want to do because you've been in school since for, since you were like almost like seven years old, like five to like seven years old, you've been in school. Like you've been in some sort of education system and like you've been taught things that are kind of forced to taught you and you yourself you don't know what you really want yet like um coming straight out I I thought like I had an idea what I wanted to do and it took it took me a few years to finally figure out like oh yeah this is what I really want to do but it's just like it took me those few years from working multiple jobs to kind of like finally understand like hey this is like I don't want to be working in one aspect of like uh one aspect of an industry my entire life I just it's difficult it's 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 a difficult decision to come with because it's like it's it's okay money now but I want better money coming in for my future because I don't know what's gonna my future is gonna be like I'm going to what happens if I get into an accident what happens if I get hurt what happens if I need to take time off for some reason I need security. I need this. I need that. I need to make sure I am all set. Um, Because life is going to throw things at you that you're not prepared for. You could be on top of the world one day. Tomorrow, that's not how it is. You're going to be knocked right back down. You're going to be right knocked right back down to humble city. You can be on king of the world mountain. You're right back down to humble camp. And you got to climb all the way up. Might have taken you five months to climb up to the king of the world. Next day, boom, 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 you're back down to humble camp. Guy, take another five months to get right back up. And we're all one medical emergency away from being bankrupt. Honestly. God forbid any, <laughs> you know, you, like you say, you get hit by a car or you get COVID. I'm not supposed to say that word. <laughs> if you get the disease that everyone is, that's traveling around right now and it really debilitates you. If you get cancer, you know, shit, if, if you, you know, have a skin condition, like we're all one medical emergency away. And unfortunately, unless you didn't grow up, unless you grew up with like connections or a trust fund, college is like one of the like few ways. There are other ways. There are definitely other ways. You can go into a trade, but you have to like be really good at that trade. And you also have to like know exactly what you want to do. And a lot of people are like, you can pick a trade, but like, there's also a lot of things that go into picking a trade. Um, You could sell houses. You could become an influencer, but that's also wishy-washy. Also the housing market, that's also very wishy-washy. One day the housing market is up here and next down. And it's the same with a degree, you know? One day you could have your degree and have a job and job security and the next they're laying you off because there's another recession. There's no like foolproof plan. 
but if you can make more money and you know there's a way to make more money and to stash some away um definitely try to take that plunge um and so me and Mullen have different experiences our first year of college both of us very different from one another um his freshman year like you said you went to a four-year school you went to university I went to community college um how did you feel in the social aspect when I went to community when you went to four-year school um the social aspect was man it was so long ago so it's kind of like hard to remember um the social aspect was a little bit different I definitely knew some people I met when I did my um my what was it like uh initiation day or something like that that they have you do um I met some people orientation orientation thank you um orientation day um but never really culminated to anything never to really friendships and I felt really alone for a while I wasn't trying to make any new friends that was the issue that's my fault too like that's another thing you kind of got to put the effort in to make new friends if you're going to have friends and it's constant effort too it's not like it's not like, like oh you met this one person you're connected like friends forever like no it's constant effort because that one person might like not have that like connection with you that you think you might and you have to like find other friends and other friends and other friends and other friends to so keep your social life going and uh, the social life of four-year school is difficult because everyone else is going through the same problem you are. They got to worry about homework. They got sometimes worry about sports. They got to worry about like personal life issues. They might not have time for you. And you got to like accept that because unfortunately, like people got it, other issues where it's like, it's bigger than your friendship. So you have to like put that aside and you have to like um, come to understand like damn like you kind of have to make a lot of friends in college to to have a continuous social life um and that was also me like not doing parties or anything like that this was like I wasn't really into that during that time so um yeah I, I think it's all about um making continuous friends and having like those and and trying your best it's just in a four-year university it's easier I would say because you're you're around with people your age um but also don't expect it being like easy to make friends with everybody um and also like like I said I went to community college in my first year of community college I was super duper lonely I'm gonna just be real with you I talked to Melon I talked to my partner at the time and that was it it wasn't until my sophomore year of college that I actually started making school friends. But even at that, that was very difficult. Like, it's not easy making friends at community college, you know, yeah. um, because everyone's either much older than you, because I was literally 18. I was 18, 19 years old in these classes. And these people were like 20, 20 21, 22, 23, 24. You know, if it was the morning classes. And at night classes, everyone's in like their 40s plus which is great, always go back to school. But as a young adult, as a young person, I felt so out of place, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I felt so, I just felt really alone. Um, joining clubs definitely did help. I made some friends back in my um, freshman year that I'm still friends with to this day um, because I had joined a club. 
And joining clubs definitely helps joining a sports team, um, taking classes where you know you'll have mutual interests. I was really into anime. I took Japanese class. I made a shit ton of friends. You know what I'm saying? So like stuff like that. If you like K-pop, you know, at my community college, there actually was a K-pop dance group and I would have joined them had my work schedule not been what it was, you know, like there are ways, there's definitely ways to make friends, but also as a transfer, um, I definitely had a little bit of like a little scurkuffle, you know, I, I had a little problem. Um, I've been like, it's been in and out. I'm in a completely new environment. And because I'm in a completely new environment, I had to learn people. I had to see people because I'm also coming off of taking a year off because of the pandemic. I didn't want to come here during, you know, 2020, because if I came here during 2020, during the pandemic, you know, what would have happened? I would have, I would have graduated on time. Definitely class of 2021. That would have been great. But at the same exact time, then I wouldn't have had the college experience I'm able to have now. You know, Melon came and stayed with me last week. That would have never happened ever if I hadn't went to school during the height of the P word. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I went to a whole bunch of parties and I met a whole bunch of people. Like that stuff would not have happened had I like came earlier. You feel me? Like, so on the social aspect, there's that. Um, academics, I feel like, when it comes to college, unless you're going to one of the like IVs or something like that, you're not going to get a great education. I'm sorry, let's just be honest. Um, <laughs> unless you're going to like a big, well-known named college and campus, like I'm at the school that I'm at now. And I'll be real with you. I don't feel like academically I'm, I'm getting the best that I possibly could get, um, which kind of sucks because the school that I, the college that I was going to before actually has a direct admission to where I actually had been wanting to go to school my dream school for like a really long time and now they have a direct admission link and I feel like maybe I would have gotten a better education there but in general um I feel like when it comes to college and when it comes to choosing where you want to go and what you want to do you need to be mindful about of a couple of things money Money is very important. Your maturity, that's the biggest one in my opinion. And number three, what you, what you think you wanna do. Because Melon and I, at the beginning of our college careers, had a completely different idea of what we wanted to do. Isn't that right? It is very right. Like I, when I was 18 years old, I was dead set, 100% sure. I was going to go get my English degree, not an English degree, my teaching English degree, my ESL degree to be teaching um, English in South Korea and then possibly traveling the world teaching English. I was, I was doing lots of research from my senior year up until I would say about like two, three years ago, you know, sitting there like, yeah, this is something I want to do. This is definitely something I want to do. Thank God, I just decided to go for a general English degree because if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. I realized, wow, I really enjoy writing. Like I've always liked writing, but I enjoy writing scripts. I enjoy, you know, making worlds. I enjoy developing stories. And that's something I really love to do and I want to do. How about you, Melon? Yeah, um, 
when I first was destined, I was like, oh, I'm definitely like, I want to be a teacher. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to teach high school kids. Um, and then like, when I got to college, I was like, oh, maybe this isn't what I really want to do. Like, and then I was like, oh, I really don't know what I want to do. I have like 50 million things I want. I have like so many interests and so many like wonders. I was like, I want to be a fitness person. Now I don't want to be a fitness person. I want to be a teacher. Oh, I don't want to be a teacher. I want to go travel the country and wrestle. I don't want to die when I'm 40. I want to, I want to have a good life. And now like, I want to do this and I want to do that. Now I'm like, I actually don't mind teaching. I like it. I like history. I really do. I and I like teaching about it. I like teaching a certain aspect about history. I, I might do a different thing. I liked European history. I might actually want to teach about Caribbean history. I don't know. I think that sounds really interesting. Um, I don't mind teaching history about that stuff. So again, I, it took me all these years to be like, yeah, I do want to go back to history, which you might think maybe like, well, that's like, well, then like, are you saying I should go back to what I initially think of? No. Because you don't know what you truly want until like you go through all your options. And it's, it's funny. Um, it's like that teacher, for, it's like not the teacher. It's like the janitor from Abbott Elementary. The janitor. He was like, uh, one of the teachers asked him like, oh, like, how do you know like you truly want, like he asked him a question, like, how do you know it's like something you really want? And like, it's so, it's so close yet. It's like so far away. Like, how do you like really know it's like truly what you want? And he's like, I don't know. I've done like so many different things that like, I didn't hand myself in until I didn't put all my eggs in one basket. I experienced all these different things and it truly made me feel like what I really wanted to do more special. And like, it really set me on like that onto my path. So it's like in experiences in life, it's good to go through different experiences. It's good to go through different jobs so that like once you're like, oh, this is what I really want to do, you mean it and you truly mean it. I went through multiple different customer service jobs and I can tell you right now, I'm more dead set on becoming a teacher than I've ever been because I just like history so much and I like teaching about it. I like talking about it. I like giving people like lessons about history that that is something I want to do this is something I'm dead set on and I'm going to get my degree as fast enough as I can so I can teach people about it so again it's all about doing multiple like going through life going through the emotions and like kind of being like okay is this really what I want to do if it's yes then keep doing it don't don't stop yourself if not, then what is it really that you want to do? You could theoretically go through like the motions again, but in life, it's it time's gonna come when you need a career. And so that's when that choice needs to be made. So it's all about making your choices. It's all about deciding what you really want to do. Couldn't say it better myself. You know, we both. We both wanted something in the beginning of our college careers that were very different. And the beauty of college, I will say, if people say that college is garbage because of this, that, and the third, the one most beautiful thing I will say about college is being in it, you get to take so many different types of classes. 
And I do recommend you take at least four classes or at least two, three classes a semester, because the more variety you get, the more you go, huh, wow, this may be something I want to do. You know, take advantage of, if you can, do internships, get to know, you know, people around you, but like very much learn the material, like ingest the material you're learning, because there's never going to be another time in your life when you get to do this ever again. Once you're done with college, unless you go straight to grad school and you decide to live on campus as a grad school student, which a lot of the time, that's not something that happens, um, you're done. You know, you're done. You, you are thrown into the adult world and you can very much change over and over and over again. But, you know, if you, if you can try to take as much as you can from your different classes and stuff like that, so you can finally really figure out what is it that I, my name, want to do. But anyway, this has been Coconuts, Extra Nuts. <laughs> We're still workshopping that. We hope you guys enjoy this um, episode. It's We know it's a lot different than what we normally do. We just wanted to do something to fill in the gaps for time. Um, if you really like this, let us know. Follow us on Twitter at coconutspod on twitter.com. Um, if we reach 100 followers, we will do a Q&A oh. um, in our next episode. First time I'm hearing about this, so. <laughs> I just thought of it. So. <laughs> I guess or we won't. But no, we'll do a Q&A. We'll do a Q&A. <laughs> but I yes. hope we just got to get questions. Yes, we got to get questions. But if we reach 100 followers soon, we will do that Q&A. We yeah. would love to answer your questions about literally anything. But literally anyway, anything. thank you so much, guys, for coming in and listening to us. And we hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye. Coconut.